heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. One of the uh, target points coming into the last election was the crime. You know, you started to hear a lot more about that, friends, about the escalating crime in the country. Now, crime is very subjective to me. I mean, if you if, if it's hit your personal life, your friends, your loved ones, your, your circle of folks you know, then you, you get the, the, the uh, egregious nature of crime. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an assault on, on, uh, on, on your person, uh, who you are. You know, there's nothing worse than that, really, and on, on so many levels. But I, I'm, I'm worried about those who haven't experienced a, a, a personal confrontation or an assault in their lives and the fact that they ignore the escalation of crime. And, and here's the thing, it's not just, you know, we, we talk more about, I mean, sadly, our urban, our cities, our urban markets uh, have, um, I mean, they've just, uh, they, they're not the same friends. They're, they're not just, just not the same anymore. You know, America was built and based on great, great cities. And we don't have that anymore uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, most of it is politically driven, uh, but it's uh, it's sad how that's happened in our country. It, it is actually uh, the first sign of the fact that uh, our country is changing in front of our very eyes. And uh, a lot of us are yearning for yesterday, aren't we? Aren't we you know, we're yearning for yesterday uh, where we want to get back to the, the simpler days when it just wasn't so bad like this. I mean, crime was always there. Don't get me wrong. Not suggest- We're not naive here. Uh, good and evil has always been on the planet here, to be sure. We didn't invent it yesterday. But it's the escalation of all this based on policies and things that are transpiring. So the last election, crime became a pretty big deal. And I'm worried about those who though or don't really pay attention. And then you have the personal assault on your life. And, you know, the thing about crime, I'm going to tell you right now, is that it it changes lives forever. You know, I really worry about this in my own life, in my own circle. I worry about it with my wife. I worry about it with my daughter, uh, my son, you know, family. I worry about that. So, you know what I mean? You know, I'm sure you do as well, because you have to recognize that if that if they get up, if it's personal, if something happens personally to them in some regard, well, it's safe to say your life is never the same again, right? I mean, that's a pretty safe statement to put out there. The, the traumatization, it traumatizes life, you know? So I got thinking more about this and where we go wrong as a society, because we're, we're always going to have good and evil. Let's let's be clear, the evil people around, there's no doubt about it. But here's what really pisses me off, frankly, to be straight with you, as I always am. It's It's really what really irritates me is, you know, it's one thing the evil is there. I get the evil. Okay, so we got that. Let's let's call that what it is. But wow, again and again, it's the darn media. It's the media who fanned the flames of crime. This is what really irritates me to no end. You have to think, you know, what is it with these people? You know, is it that bad they need to sell a newspaper or an internet website that they're willing to, you know, put this kind of crap out there and, and really uh, um, just so obvious and blatant in your face what they do. The other thing I want you to think about on today's broadcast is this. 
you know, we talk about protesting, you know, protesting, that's an American privilege. Let's face it. That's, that's, that's just our right. We have, we have a lot, I mean, our God given rights. I mean, you know, Hey, we, we want to be out loud, but what, what do we say be out loud? It's being out loud still, we can still do that and be ladies and gentlemen. We can still be respectful human beings, right? I mean, but what is it the acceptable behavior in the public square? When does a protest turn to a riot? And what constitutes a riot at that point? You see, right? That's the other thing I want you to think about today is what is acceptable behavior in the public square? Those are all good questions here, I'll tell you. I want to address first, on this edition here of the Voice of a Nation, and welcome in my fellow Americans, and, and and again, all of our friends around the globe are struggling with some of the same problems. Uh, to be sure, evil is not, uh, you know, is not just uh, uh, to one country. It's it's everywhere, people. It's 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 a human condition. Surely, I want to talk about the state of crime in America first. How bad is it really? Is it overstated? What's really happening? Not just in urban areas, but, you know, again, suburban, rural, that sort of thing. Right at the top of the program here, let's take that on with Sergeant Betsy Smith is here. Uh, she is the spokesperson for the National Police Association. And uh, Sergeant Betsy, you you hear uh, my reference to what's really transpiring right now, but I still think a lot of people turn the cheek and they don't really, you know, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we know this crime out there, but not in my, you know, it's always, well, actually, it's always that thing like, yeah, but not in my neighborhood, you know, it's not happening in my life. I mean, I'm better than that. But, you know, let's face it, that's where it's now going into very well-to-do areas as well. How bad is crime right now in America, please? What's the state of, of the union in crime? Malcolm, for the first time since the mid-1990s, the United States saw more than 21,000 murders in 2020. That was a huge, huge uptick. And at first, experts tried to blame the pandemic. But of course, this is now attached to um, the George Floyd situation, the riots and the depolicing and deprosecution that that followed that situation. So homicides are out. I mean, think about that. 21,000 murders in this country in a year. Now, things have kind of evened out. And in fact, the federal government um, is is saying, you know, well, it's going down. It's going down a little, but it's still up exponentially high from the relative safe times that we were enjoying in the 2000s. Now, it's not just homicide. Sexual assault, rape is up, carjackings are up. And here's one of the things about carjackings. Carjackings are up in suburban areas, in, in what you would call, you know, low crime areas. Carjackings are up. Um, residential burglaries are up. Retail theft is costing the retail industry billions and billions of dollars to the point where uh, multiple um, large retailers like Target are finally starting to sound the alarm. So yes, it, people need to understand crime is up and it's not just in urban areas, in bad neighborhoods. My native Chicago is a great example where, you know, it used to be in Chicago, you knew kind of where the shootings and the homicides were going to occur. 
now it's everywhere and it's affecting, you know, not just people's lives, but their livelihoods. Businesses are closing. Um, You know, the Magnificent Mile, one of the best shopping areas in the world is now starting to shut down. So, so yeah, crime's a problem. What's going on in the Miracle Mile? Hold that thought there now. I got to ask you because I love that area. What's happening there? Well, what has happened is the we have a George Soros installed prosecutor in Cook County, Illinois. That's the Chicago area um, named Kim Fox. And she just absolutely will not prosecute looters. She will not prosecute you if, uh, you know, you thieve, you know, under a thousand dollars. And frankly, the Chicago Police Department is so eaten up with shootings and homicides that it's very difficult to do. Let me ask you something about Kim Fox, uh, Sergeant Betsy. Kim Fox, all right. How long has she been in office approximately? Uh, More than one term, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's. I believe she's on her second term. And, um, you know, we saw if people want to go back and and ponder the Jussie Smollett case, Mm -hmm. that really highlighted her level of corruption, where if you remember Jussie Smollett, the this is MAGA country hoaxer, um, she, uh, you know, she has ties to Michelle Obama. She has ties to, um, uh, Kamala Harris and they tried to make the Jesse Smollett case go away until there was such outrage. But I mean, she absolutely, there is, there is videos out there of people, uh, you know, gang members shooting each other on video. And Kim Fox has made public statements saying, I'm not going to prosecute any of these guys because it just seems like mutual combatants. It's insane. So why, what I'm trying, what I, I think I would imagine listeners are wondering, I really always question, why do people there in Chicago in this market with Kim Fox, why do why is the outcry more? Why don't they push back? Why do they put somebody in office like that again and again who clearly doesn't have their best interest at heart? Do you have any idea? Oh, I absolutely do. Because there is a media um, and activists and politicians that continue the false narrative that um, the police are bad. The Democrats will take care of you and everything is just fine if you keep voting us in to office. And, you know, you can look at the mayor there in Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. It's absolutely insane that that, you know, she continues to rule and she truly does rule. Now, she's got an election coming up next year and we'll see. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Chicago has been in the hands of the Democrats literally in since I was born and I'm 63 years old and uh, it has gone farther and farther left, farther and farther anti-cop and pro-criminal. Right now in Cook County, generally speaking, if you're a gangbanger who, you know, commits a non-homicide shooting, you're going to go to gun court, you're going to get an ankle bracelet, you're going to be right back on the street before the police even get the report finished. Yeah. So it's I guess what I take from all that, it's it's almost like it's not even if it's bad or good. These people who are in office who you you know, they're in office, they're elected to, you know, one of the first things is security to protect the public, both on a local uh, a state and federal level. But that's the whole I mean, what's the purpose of have any government if they're not going to protect life 
that's what it's really all about and stay out of the rest of, of our lives. But that doesn't really happen. But if that's the design of what this is supposed to be, and I guess somebody like a Lori Lightfoot, like you say, or a Kim Fox, or and this is, you know, you can just multiply this all over the country. I mean, we just don't wouldn't even have enough time to talk about all the markets that are in the same situation. What um, I mean, the cause and effect here, I'm thinking it's obviously we owe this all to the media then. I'm trying to get to the root cause of how this could, because at some point evil is evil. And if it keeps happening, you'd have to think people, you know, how much do you push on to a, uh, an unsuspecting public? How much do, like you say, they, they fan the flames and then they lie about everything. The media is really the criminals here, I'm guessing. I, I just want to say that seems to be the evil. The information they put out there, uh, Betsy, is... I mean, it does so much harm and people digest this and they put it into and they believe this stuff. How do how do we break that mold? Well, one of the problems that you have in urban areas like Chicago is that you you have generations of people who just really have no optimism. They have no they don't see a future. You know, this is very typical of young African-American men in in urban areas like Chicago, where they they see as their only future the gangs. And when you're in the gang, you're very likely not going to live past 25. If you do, it's unusual Um, and that you have no way out. And remember, the 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 media, the activists, a lot of the churches, um, schools, you know, the Chicago education system is a crap show. There's no other way to say it. And when you are those children who keep being told that it's the government holding you down, it's the man holding you down, it's the white man holding you down, whatever it might be. And then you're told by all those people that you've got to keep electing these same people, very Hmm. often people who look like you, And that's the only thing that's going to save me because you deserve to be taken care of. We, we end up in this multi, multi, multi generational um, victim, you know, attitude of victimization people owe me. And there's nothing I can do to get out of these circumstances. Well, let's remind everybody that insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Well, I mean, truly, when you look at a lot of the programs that are in place in in the Chicago area, for example, um, a young person who, you know, lives in a gang infested neighborhood, there's tons of opportunity for them to go to college, to get out, to join the military. But again, they're not being encouraged to do any of that. They're being encouraged to be victims and they're being told the only way they're going to make money is uh, to join the gang. The only way they're going to have family. Remember, a lot of these, again, are families without fathers. Religion has been taken out of the home. I mean, Malcolm, we all know the answer to this stuff. We just don't do anything about it. And it's uncomfortable to talk about. I'm a 63-year-old white woman talking about this. People can look at me and go, what the hell do you know? You know, you were raised, you know, you were raised not in the city. Um, But we have to talk about these issues in order to solve them. So if, let me, let's do this here. If the media was sincerely telling the truth, really putting the facts out there, not not tipping the scale like they're doing it, and just really, I mean, just reporting things that are really happening and connecting dots in the way that they are. So there's just a really high level of truth, which would expose, by the way, Sergeant Betsy, corrupt district attorneys, uh, corrupt mayors, 
you know, ridiculous politicians, representatives who are not doing their job. If that was the case without political interference, I mean, that would change the entire landscape, wouldn't it? Well, sure. But and, you know, one of the things that we have to recognize as well is is when we talk about the media, you have to think about where are people getting their information now? You know, not everybody's sitting around watching the local news anymore. You know, that's mostly for older people. So where are these young people getting their information? They're getting it from Snapchat and TikTok and and Reddit and each other and and, uh, you know, our the school system and. And, you know, so so social media influences, all of those influences are clearly having an impact without a doubt. But what I'm trying to drive at is this. I I think based on everything I see, I mean, you know, evil is evil and enemies are enemies and people who do harm. But I I think the conflict in my mind, the real enemy here, I'm guessing I'm thinking here is the media. That's what I'm thinking is the enemy here, because if we could level that playing field and get the truth where it needs to be, we would we, we would provide another level of security. People would really understand and they'd vote these bastards out of office. Well, yeah, if there was information that that was factual when it came to elections, when it came to what's really happening in your neighborhood. Um, yeah, I, I think I think people would have of course a much better understanding of what's happening but this this problem mm-hmm. goes down layers mm-hmm. and layers right, and right, layers right. you know this has been a a, a 10 year um process of increased vitriol toward mm-hmm. law enforcement toward the criminal justice system um well, well, hold on. But there are a lot of factors. I, everything you're saying is accurate. And there are a lot of factors within, you know, the, the family, the father, the home, uh, economic influences, all. Of, yeah, no doubt. All of that stuff. Uh, but 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 it still all drives this mechanism that the information is being reported incorrectly. People are getting bad information. They don't because why would you the insanity point? Why would you continue to, you know, put into office? A Kim Fox or Lori Lightfoot, foot, or a, or, or or a Gavin Newsom. I mean, why would you do that? Why well, does it better well, your life in any way? Well, it does not better your life in any way. So, uh, how far? I mean, there's, there's there's a sticking point here. We're doing a lot of brainwashing. The media is the. I, I gotta believe it's the biggest culprit of the problem we have. Well, I I would agree. I would agree. Um, that you know, but again, there's more. There's more than just the media. And again, we have to um, expand what our view is of the media. We have to expand. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. All right. Again, it's not just it's not just television. It's not just newspapers. And I think that's one of the mistakes we make, um, you know, when we're talking about why don't we replace these politicians? And also one of the things that you got to understand in a lot of these areas, mm-hmm. there's no one to stand up and say, I'm going to, I'm going to run against, you know, Gavin Newsom. I'm going to run against Lori mm-hmm. Lightfoot. That is truly, mm-hmm. you know, conservative. Yeah. I yeah. Think politics is a filthy, filthy game. Well, oh, my golly. Is that not saying the the, the truth right there? It is a dirty game, and it's because of the power that these people are after. They'll say anything, do anything, act any way, 
uh, so they can get that power. Uh, let me bring on now uh, Lieutenant Dave Smith, uh, a police expert, police trainer. Uh, I mean, Dave, always good to have you. And um, uh, so I, I'm just, you know, we run around. Here's what I'm seeing. We run around with our hair on fire uh, c- consistently. And we talk about all this crime. I think there's a piece of the population who still probably don't believe it because it hasn't hit their life in the way that it could. Because if it wasn't that way, Dave, that last election when crime was bubbling to the top, when it became one of the top three issues that people were voting on, and it did, it did. But if that truth is being told, uh, you know, throughout our country, there ultimately it would have made a lot of difference in some of these markets. Uh, people would have been unelected and driven out of office and a lot of, and they weren't. And then you have to question where's this coming from? This information is coming from. So yeah, there's, there's a lot of factors that factor into it, but I got to believe the biggest enemy we have to our way of life today has got to be the narratives that are put out by the media sources that put this garbage out, that lie, like in a piece you have that you wrote just recently. I'll give an example. You have one of your recent articles, Dave, your guide to the coming riots. And I remember this actually, this scene happening. And you talk about in there that that the, um, the, the reporter was talking about peaceful protests as the buildings behind him were burning. I remember seeing that clip and I thought, what the hell is that person talking about? I mean, are they on crack cocaine or what? And But it just plays to what I'm talking about. They lie blatantly right to your face and try to get away with it. To me, that's the evil in all of this. We'd be able to fix our crime if we could stop a corrupted media. Uh, yeah, I'm sitting here just nodding my head. You know, they, you're dead on. The media is not the media at all. It's a giant propaganda arm for that, for that leftist mo- movement. You know, and we could call it Marxist. We could call it totalitarian, whatever you want to call it. it it's a moot point because day to day, Americans don't realize what's going on in, in the terms of criminality or what's going on in the criminal justice system because they're carefully filtered. You know, we have that most news is, is not like you. It's not exploring the truth. It's not exploring what's happening. It's just the opposite. It's demonizing others. It's demonizing the right wing. It's demonizing any of our leadership and demonizing the police at a constant level. And it's really a two minutes of hate. If you watch any, and you hit it again, right on the head, you pick up any newspaper and pick up or listen to any radio broadcast other than on our very narrow cast of conservative thinkers like you, you're going to find it's a literally a two minutes of hate followed by false or misleading data. And Again, no one ever talks about the root problems. We don't address them. We just pretend we all look, shake our heads. You know, this is why the YouTubes and the TikToks are so dangerous for them. They must control that because the narrative begins to slip away when you see the reality of these constant uh, videos that are coming out of criminality. But what they do is they explain it away in terms of, well, this is what the system creates. This is where the patriarchy, this is where the white supremacy comes in and creates this criminality. And these people are not, in fact, criminals. They are, in fact, victims, and they're simply rebelling against an unjust system. That goes all the way back to the 60s. It, we thought it died in the 80s because we, we realized how bad crime was getting, and they couldn't hide it anymore then. And then Malcolm, you don't hear about it anymore after after the uh, you know President Obama, who was again grown. You, you talk about that 
that Chicago culture, that Chicago corruption, that is where he was nurtured. That is where he was developed. Uh, and he came on the national scene, uh, you know, with his charisma and his smooth talking. And he was literally, when he said he wanted to revolutionize America, it wasn't in a good way, gang. And you're the counterpunch to that. And yet at the same time, uh, I don't know how, and that's why they have to be careful how they control media. This is why this uh, Elon Musk thing is terrifying the left. You just can't have an exchange of ideas. You know, Biden used to be all about pro-police, pro-law enforcement, and now he's anti-police. You're talking to, a, like you say, that you've got a newscaster with a, a fire. Let me give everybody a clue to my article about how your guide to the coming riots. If there's a fire, you got a riot. They two, they are absolutely synonymous. Uh, rioters, they give each other energy. They grow together. But this is the kind of thing we've just got to understand. The media is not the media as we grew up with. It is a propaganda arm. And again, it's just those people like you that are crying out to pay attention, folks. This is more than you know. Yeah. It, well, you hit it when you said the root cause. Uh, it, it really, when I look at these problems, Dave, whatever they are, and we have many in our nation, I always think in my way, how do we fix the problem? In order to fix the problem, you have to get to the root cause. You can't fix a problem without understanding the problem, you see. And that's, you know, and it's one thing, this crime conversation, I think it's out of hand quickly. But I'm looking at all the false narratives out there, which I thought you hit head on in that op-ed. And that op-ed, friends, uh, your guide to the common rights, I thought was so well done. You can see that on AmericaOutloud.com. Go there, take a look here. Uh, In fact, uh, now that we're talking about it on the just remember when we talk about these things on air uh, on the front page at AmericaOutloud.com on the left sidebar, uh, it says talk radio talk. A lot of the conversations we're having on radio are a lot of those pieces right there. So you'll find this one here, your your guide to the coming riots, right on the left side bar, talk, radio, talk. That's the quickest way to find it. Of course, you can get all of uh, Lieutenant Dave Smith's and Sergeant Betsy Smith's uh, write-ins and their thoughts by going up under our team and coming down to Smith and then pl- click right there, their, their names, and you'll, you'll get all the different uh, pieces they have. So that's the way to do it there. Now... <clears throat> You uh, and and there's more to talk about in this way, but I I, I really came in today thinking, you know, uh, I wanted to make uh, an ultimate difference in, in planting the people's minds where this crime is coming from. You know, it's, it's so many get on here, and it's even beyond the lion, but the mistruths, and they just propagandize the whole conversation. And we know crime is crime, but why? Why is it? Yeah, we know there are factors that play into that, but let's get into why is why is it happening? These false narratives that are consistently put out there are uh, are, are causing a, a massive problem here. So that's the point I want to drive home with you today, friends. Well, let me just take a moment here and tell you here, you're listening to the voice of a nation. Uh, we're thrilled always to have on here. Sergeant Betsy Smith, uh, she's spokesperson for the National Police Association. Lieutenant Dave Smith is, you, you, you just get the level of information here. He, he is a, uh, one of the best experts in police in, in our country, bar none. He's a police trainer. Uh, he did a whole series of, uh, uh programming, uh, training sessions for law enforcement. They train law enforcement, in other words, uh, under the name of J.D. Buck Savage. Uh, just to, you know, you, you sometimes you bring the conversation down to, 
Well, so people have some fun with it and talk about it to, to understand the root cause of the problem here. Uh, however, crime is serious business and the things we're struggling with. In fact, you know, I will suggest to you this. Uh, you know, a lot of the conversation you can talk about here. It's the breakdown of society. It's the breakdown as life as we know it. These conversations are so important because if we don't put them out there in the public square and get them out at the water coolers, that people can talk about these things again, like this show you're hearing today. I hope you'll talk about it at the water cooler. I hope you'll talk about it. And the water cooler to some people is social media. You see, used to be in a business where you literally had a water cooler and that still exists for some folks, but the water cooler is subjective. So that could be many, many things in your life, but get it out there and tell people, you know, there, there are conversations happening here that people really talk about root causes on um, that people passionately care about other people. You know, that's the thing about the driving force of America Out Loud. It's the driving force of my being, of, of Malcolm right here, is I want to improve people's lives. I want people to be happy. I want them, I, I want them to take something away from this that lifts people up. Does that make sense? That's that's what I'm looking for. You know, that's that's the payback of this whole thing we do here. I don't see any other purpose to this. If we're going to do this, let's do it well, but let's lift people up. Let's try to fix the problem. Let's understand what the root causes are. Let's start a conversation. And and on that point, let me also give you, we, we get tremendous, we have such a great relationship with our listeners here and our readers and all of our friends. I mean, we have a worldwide audience, number one. We play on iHeartRadio all around the globe. Uh, we have our own apps, as you know, on Apple, Android, Alexa. We have a world-class media player. Just go to back if you go to americaoutloud.com and click the Listen Live. That is an amazing media player. That plays anywhere in the world, on any web browser at all, uh, by the way. But, but the idea is uh, to get this message out there and to let people know that uh, the, the out loud truth is out there. It, it, it will prevail. We've got to invite more people to this conversation, though, friends. We have to expand the water cooler. We really have to expand this. The, we're going to fix the problems. We got to expand the water cooler. Would you help me do that, please? And get that information out there. And our program and all over our network is designed for that, by the way, all over the place. So, and I want to tell you now, depending on when you're listening to this, all of our shows go to podcasts, as you know. Hey, we're on all the networks, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, you name them, a, a litany of uh, uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of podcast networks you'll find the America Outlawed Podcast Network on. But we have a new show coming out uh, on uh, Friday, December 2nd, again, depending when you hear this. I always want to say that because our shows are heard for, you know, well after uh, they're evergreen. They're, they're heard uh, through on demand. That's the beautiful thing about podcast, actually. And the new show is called Nurses Out Loud. <laughs> How do you like that? Nurses Out Loud. That'll play Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, absolutely. On uh, America Out Loud Talk Radio. It is. This is best in class now. These are the nurses that ver very much rose to national prominence uh, throughout the uh, COVID business. But these are people who passionately care about other. Well, I mean, if you're in the nursing business, you really genuinely care about other people, right? Um, and so, but 10 a.m. Eastern time, you can hear it anywhere in the world again, for sure. Um, the, the names you'll recognize many of them. On Monday is Nurse April Snipes. 
Tuesday, Nurse Cami Moreno and Emily Toms. Uh, Wednesday is Nurse Kimberly Overton. A lot of people, you know who she is. Thursday is Nurse Michelle, another very popular one. And Friday is a name so many people know because her videos went viral on Project Veritas. Nurse Jody O'Malley, uh, she became uh, well-known in the circles uh, when she called out the hospital systems and had the recordings of the deceit that was happening right there in front of us. <laughs> Talk about the out loud truth, huh? Anyways, these ladies are all, they're the host of those shows Monday through Friday, uh, Nurses Out Loud. Isn't that exciting? Pretty cool. And you'll see a click through on the front page and their show page. If you go to shows on the nav bar, come down to Nurses Out Loud. You'll get the whole perspective there on what we're doing. So check that out, friends, as well. Um, a lot of exciting things happening on the network. I will tell you what, come back 60 days from now. Or oh, don't do that, actually. Stay with us for the next 60 days. But if you did come back 60 days from now, uh, you'll see a whole lot of exciting changes on America Out Loud to be sure. We've got some really dynamic new shows coming, some national figures, the people that you know really well uh, that will uh, be you know, part of this out loud team, part of our family here, uh, new writers, uh, hosts, uh, programming, a lot of things exciting happening here too. You know, it's the way I, I like this time of the year. We get ready for a new year, 2023, you know, uh, we, we get the opportunity to do it all over again. God willing, huh? Isn't that the key here? You know, uh, so looking forward to all the exciting changes happening ahead uh, to be sure. Uh, I, let me give just a quick, quick shout out to our, Oh, man, magnificent sponsored partnerships. We don't have advertisers here. We have partnerships. Uh, really and truly, we do. And these are uh, these are fabulous products and, and those that uh, we, we endorse because they work. And we have a wonderful relationship with these companies. If you go to AmericaOutloud.com, either on the front page or any post page, you'll see an assortment of terrific products like Healthy Cell I talk to you about all the time. Uh, the micro gel. Our listeners get 25% off that product. Just use the code out loud. But there's nothing like healthy cell to be sure. The nasal hygiene, Cofix RX and Clear. You'll see both of those national products on there. They're both fantastic. Uh, you'll see myfreedoctor.com and all the work they've done. Uh, really, it's telemedicine at a new level. Uh, you'll see Genesis HOCL, the hypochlorous and all the work they've done. Uh, to help people get through flus and viruses and sickness. And we've kind of become central to a lot of these things in our health and well-being. Uh, we, I, that's really been part of our claim to fame, I guess. Uh, and a lot of that happened naturally. You know, it just happened here uh, as we were growing and growing over the last few years. Uh, looking forward to 2023. And in April, by the way, we'll be seven years old. We'll be seven years old. Hard to believe that, friends. We launched this thing in April 1st, 2016. It was no joke, but it did launch. And it, and it launched as a mission of, of God Almighty to get the truth out there, frankly, in the fight of good and evil. And here we are, hmm, that many years later. Come through a lot together, haven't we? Let's take a quick pause and we'll join you just on the other side. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer, 
This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan, a plan based on real science that responds to the real world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Welcome back to the voice of a nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. Yours truly and always a privilege to be with you, my fellow Americans, and to all of our magnificent, amazing listeners and readers around the globe. Thank you for being part of this mission. It is a grassroots movement uh, and, and a mission here to be sure at America Out Loud. That is our purpose. It's what we do. It's who we are. Uh, you'll find it's like a magnet here. So the best way I can describe it, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I, this is what I say all the time. America Out Loud is a magnet. It's a magnet to great people and voices and writers and hosts and people who just want to be part of something, something eclectic, something fresh, something honest, something that can make a difference in the world. And that is where we find ourselves today. As we're talking about crime here, we have on the show here, uh, Lieutenant Dave Smith is here, one of the best, uh, and I say uh, police experts is the best way I can say it, and police trainers uh, in the nation. And uh, Sergeant Betsy Smith, uh, she's been a spokesperson now these past many years for the National Police Association. Both of them have very rich history in law enforcement. You know, law enforcement was one of the mechanisms that, uh, with America Out Loud, was our law enforcement and our military and our Christian values when we launched this network back in 2016, actually. Uh, so always a great uh, privilege to have them both here. Um, I wanted to try to peel the layers back a little bit today and rather just give platitudes and that sort of thing out here. Really try to talk about the cause of why these things continue to propagate and why we get to the point of a insanity in our country. Because I think the collapse of our great cities, my, my fellow Americans, pay attention to what I tell you now. The collapse of these cities and, and, and consequently the suburban markets be after that is the collapse of a great nation, to be sure. There is no way, mark my words, what I tell you today, there is no way, it is impossible 
it does not exist a great nation without great cities and great communities does not exist and we are at the point of that collapse in our nation you're living through those moments of time right now at this very moment and unless we fix it this thing will continue to rot out it's like dry rot it'll continue to rot out the nation and your start your your quality of life your lifestyle is going to collapse right in front of you more and more and more and it will beset your family you you will have whether you think you live in sur suburbia utopia heaven or what have you if you're on planet earth it will come down and this is where it becomes well you know dave let's bring that back up with you now lieutenant dave smith it, it really you know we go from a utopia how we all think america is this amazing paradise to a dystopian uh, future really in, in broad daylight. It happens right in front of us. And a lot of it comes back to, you know, I remember as a kid seeing those, those movies uh, that we all thought were all entertaining, those future dystopian movies where it was so bleak and, 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 and crappy. Uh, but that's kind of, I'm not just making that stuff up. That's kind of where I think we're at at this point. We've got some real decisions to make on our country, don't we? Yeah, you mean you? You think that Escape from New York was supposed to be a fantasy movie, but it turned out to be a predictor movie. And boy, you're right. I tell you, listening, uh, you know, you you hit it right on the head when you said evil. We don't use that word. You will never see that in the nightly news. You will never see that in any of the commentary in the in the mainstream media. The the very concept of evil is to denied. Uh, moral relativism is totally dominant throughout our educational system. And this all goes back. You can look at all these road of, you know, the, the road to, to hell is paved with good intentions. All these social corruption um, uh, elements that we see in our society were all done in the name of, of mercy, in the name of fairness, in the name of equity. And they all are destructive to the core of a society. When I was a college gang, I'm 70, all right? I'm sitting in the in sociology and we're studying criminology. And we are talking about the inner city crime back in 1972, 73. And we're looking at the issues, the problems, you know, and that's the kind of thing. People came to the big cities because of the opportunities, because of the great industry, because of the great educational systems. And yet these are the most corrupted and gone and, and corroded systems we have in our society today. And they all go back to these social justice movements where we decided to uh, put people on welfare. You know, Nicholas Lehman wrote a great book called The Promised Land years ago. And in it, he described literally the erosion of the great uh, entrepreneurial spirit in Chicago. And he, and he talks about how the social movements ended up, uh, you know, searching uh, government housing in the middle of the night to make sure there's no man in the home. And then these kind of things, the destruction of the inner city family, the welfare family. And, and these are all things that contribute to it. And then ultimately that word evil, like you say, we can't judge, we can't stigmatize. Without stigma, there isn't any way to stop uh, certain kinds of activities. And when you justify criminality as some sort of moral foundation rooted in some uh, systemic evil, which is a constant word you hear, there's hard, it's hard to stop, Malcolm. And it's yeah, very yeah. frustrating because we've seen it happen over the decades. And it's only worse now than ever. Yeah, it will. And again, when you let criminals get away with it and they're going to repeat the, the, yeah. the, the offense again and again and again and again, there is no accountability whatsoever. We can, Listen, we can sit and blame that all day long. And we do. We do on the political operatives, on the DAs, on George Soros 
on, uh, you know, the president, on what, God Almighty. I mean, we can continue to go up the ladder and blame everybody around us. But I really believe the cancer is it's become acceptable behavior in the way people think and act. I really believe it's the cause. And I I have to call out, this is going to be the our undoing, friends, is the fourth, I'm telling you, and I mean it, I mean it, the fourth estate in America is doa it does not exist the fourth estate that was put in that was all part of our uh the the vision of our framers it became part of america early early on the fourth estate was to keep the other three pillars in line you see of the the branches of government but they failed that exercise and now they're failing the american people all the way across the board i mean to me i gotta tell you both and and betsy I'll, i'll i'm just giving it to you straight I don't think George Soros is really the problem. I don't think the DAs are really the problem. I don't really think some of those evil people on the streets are really the problem. I think the media at large is the problem because you can't change the problem if you don't understand the truth. And if you don't have the truth out there that people can buy onto, it's never going to change. Now, argue that point with me. Well, I, you know, believe me, I'm not a big fan of the uh, legacy media in this country um, because I, I don't believe. And I, and as I sit and watch, you know, I, I, you know, Dave and I sit there and yell at the TV, like, that's not true. You know, all that stuff. There you go. Do that. <laughs> and, you make um, my point, I guess. Right. Yeah. But I think when you look at criminality, hmm. I think what we have to realize is that young people are not sitting in front of the TV. Um, that's not where they're getting their information. So we have to engage the young because quite frankly, um, it's the young who are committing the crimes. It's but but the- hold on, I'm gonna now I'm gonna now set the right. Hold on. Uh, you bring up a really good point. It's a it's a juicy point, but let's explore that a moment, okay? All right. So, all right. So, yeah, no, they don't read the newspaper. I got it. And they may not watch every television network. I got that. Or read every magazine. I got that. And they don't maybe not listen to radio. And I got that. Uh, Although they may do some of that. But here's the thing. All those outlets that we just talked about, Betsy, they, they create the platform and the narrative of information. Social media only regurgitates everything everybody's out there. They put out the videos. They put out the, the clips from the paper and the media. That's the, where the conversation comes from. It's the narrative that's layered and layered on and layered on and layered on and layered on. And yeah, the water cooler becomes the social media outlet or the young people or whatever. But that's all coming from the narrative that's put into place. So you are correct about that. And I and I will say that, you know, I have I have gone to, for example, Snapchat and then seen a uh, seen a story playing on Snapchat that I'm involved in and things that I and saying things that I said in the international media that I didn't actually say. And yet there I am. So so you're correct. Where do social media platforms get their news and information, they get it from, you know, standard outlets, you know, the AP, Reuters, um, you know, Fox News, whatever. Exactly. And, uh, you know, so. so in, fact, in fact, I'll go one step further, Betsy, which also irritates the, the hay out of me, is that they will, uh, you know, I, oh, man, this drives me crazy. I don't know about you, but all right. So like the same. Oh, man, I'm, I'm already like. <laughs> I haven't even put the words out and it's driving me nuts. 
the people who do all the complaining on the bitching on an hourly basis about, oh, you know, that CNN, they really saw it. Oh, that Fox News, that's a horror. NBC garbage, New York Times garbage. Here's the thing. The same people who do that are the same people who are sharing all their video clips, all their stories, building their brands, doing their advertising throughout. And I just look and I say, where's the logic of that? Why do you share that garbage? I mean, come over to America out loud and share what we got. How about the out loud truth? And let the New York Times garbage go or the NBC go. But that's, see, that drives me crazy. They share the same stuff they bitch and complain about all day long. Well, and that's, a you know, here's one of the problems is, you know, social people who engage a lot on, on social media, again, especially young people, it's all about the likes, the clicks, this and that. It doesn't have a lot to do very often with a the substance, facts. That's a whole a other substance. show. Right. Yeah, there's, there's no substance, there's no facts, there's no nothing. All right, in your new piece, there's as you're listening to this now on America Out Loud Talk Radio, friends, let me just bring your attention to a brand new op-ed that's at the front top, on the front page, you'll see. It's entitled, Cities Burned, Politicians Apologized, and Prisons Began to Empty. <laughs> and so it kind of, uh, right, all right, so it kind of lures you to understand, well, it's like that old saying, Houston, we have a problem, right? Houston, we have, that's what, I guess that's my message today, is Houston, we have a problem. And here's the problem here. It's the media, it's not George Soros. George Soros, he's an evil SOB. The more we let George Soros get away with it, he's going to get away with it. The fact that the media hasn't called that SOB out, whose fault is that? It ain't George Soros' fault. It's the media's fault. And it's the rest of the consumers for being unintelligent and believing it, quite frankly. Let me just call it what it is. In that piece, Dave, you say here, and I love this when you start a piece. Okay, well, let's be honest. Well, all right, now you're talking my language here. It says, we believe criminality is a choice. Well, that is a conscious decision, indeed selfish, self-servant, and hurtful, but a choice. Not the consequence of social conflict created by the patriarchy, capitalism, or any other ism. When you punish a behavior, you're making it less likely the person will repeat that action. And that's where you get into it, this whole punishment crime thing. So what I've tried to do today, Dave, is take the conversation one step further. Because I, I hate the point of insanity when we get on all the time and we keep talking about the same problems, but we never offer a solution. My solution is... Fix the media, fix the narrative, fix the water cooler. You can fix a lot of this garbage. Yeah, you know, you're right. I tell you, and this is the kind of issue. The media isn't the media anymore at all, like I said, and you you keep pointing out. It's a giant propaganda. It's a social manipulator. And it's so it's so vile. In that Why are they that way, Dave? What, what, what's in your heart? Why do you really think they are the way they are? Well, I think they're amoral, ideological uh, Marxists in their heart. I okay. think they believe okay. in the perfectibility of man. If they can just be allowed to guide the species their own way, regardless of any moral foundation of any concept of human nature, they have none. They're not Aristotelians. They're all Platonists. They all believe in the perfectibility of man. Man can't be perfected. Man is a fallen creature and that's uh the the issue is whether you're religious or not you can you can say we have a nature and that nature has to be controlled you know and these are the kind of things where they are they're constantly it's just you watch 
turn on any channel. I don't care what it is. The way the news is written and the way people are taught to present the news is always from a perspective that's amoral. There's never any stigmatizing of the evil. You know, you watch these videos of the it's getting these younger and younger and younger criminals. And you hear, well, there's no such thing as a super predator. Well, I believe there is. I, I think the theory never really died. It's just that uh, that our quote, social scientists were so terrified of stigmatizing evil, again, we can't use that word, that they had to run away from their very own research. They're, the United States used to have a, a moral poverty issue in the inner city. Now our whole country has a moral poverty system that is terrible. Look at the rap music of today, you know, and you can't even criticize it. And yet we all know that that in Chicago today, there's a 16-year-old child who won't live through the weekend after being gunned down in a gang violence that maybe he or she initiates. And what are they doing right now? Like Betsy said, they're watching TikTok and, and listening to rap music. They're not reading the news. They don't care about the news. And no one's going to judge that behavior wrong or evil or bad because we take away all personal accountability. And that's what happens in a society that's in that yeah. moral uh, drift. And, and again, you're just one of the very few people that you, you've used the word evil 20 times this, th today, and yet no one else is. And that's a, one of the biggest problems we have. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you. No, it is exactly the, uh, uh, the, the purpose of our existence. You know, uh, let me tell folks, it's kind of funny, Dave, Betsy, we, and let's, let's just kind of keep this open mic with all of us right now, because in the next few minutes, um, so you, you both joined me on viewpoint this Sunday. I think it was this past weekend, wasn't it? Or was it the weekend before? Yes. I've yeah. lost track of time. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we had El, uh, uh, Evangelist Alveda King on that show. Is that the one that you were? Yes. Think? Yeah. She's, she's wonderful, isn't she? She's, she's oh, incredible. Man. Yeah. Uh, what, what, a, what a show that was on viewpoint this Sunday. So anyways, I got to tell you, I got into a lot of trouble uh, with my wife because, and I want to blame you two for this, uh, because we had that talk about violence. Actually, it was you, Betsy, who got me in all the trouble. Dave, of course, was partnering with uh, with, with my wife because they love to watch all the criminal shows. And you said, well, I don't watch that, Malcolm. And then I suggested that we go in and we'll, you know, we'll watch something in the other room and have a drink. You know, I got in a lot of trouble for that, Betsy. <laughs> well, I understand that, you know. Uh, it's, I like to be happy, Malcolm. And... Uh, <laughs> she was laughing i gotta tell you my wife was really laughing about it it was funny no it was funny she because she really does you know I, and I, you know i gotta tell you so i think it was yesterday or so i um i walked through the because I, I despise all that crap i just don't watch it. i walked through it and she says no 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 it's just they don't really show all that it says no blood and guts it's just you know it's like in your mind or something you have to just visualize that you know and then I walk through the room and the big television is there and I see some guy sp sprawled out on the ground with blood all over the place. His guts are hanging out. And I mean, awesome, <laughs> gruesome picture, you know, gruesome as anything. I said, what are you watching? I said, what the hell are you doing here? And she laughed. I said, oh, my God, how do you like this stuff here, man? Oh, man, we go back and forth. But I do believe this, you know, obviously her mind can handle this sort of thing. And I guess, Dave, that's your point. Your mind can, I mean, I, I guess, I assume that's what you say. I'd like to think mine can as well. I just choose not to really enjoy that sort of thing. Uh, pain and suffering and blood and guts and rapes and murders. I just don't find a level of entertainment for my mind. But I think this rot out of the country is part of the problem we are having, as I've shared with you. And I think you did agree with me, Dave. The video games are a cancer to the young people, the movies and the culture. It's part of a rotten out of our system and our society. We're no longer valuing the things that matter. I mean, you'll give me that much, won't you? 
Absolutely. You're right. You know, and the, my problem with video games and with these nihilistic movies of violence that are out there today, they're without a moral founding, without that mythological belief system that that roots us uh, in our morality. You know, violence it's been part of the human nature all along, but we always respect violence in the name of justice and morality. We hate and abhor violence that is just random or evil or for personal gain. And yet that it's hard to separate now. Oftentimes you have an anti-hero in the movie and these games, you are the, if you're playing some of these video games, you are the bad actor. You are the evil person in the video. And the goal is just to injure, kill, maim or gain, uh, points regardless and there's no moral foundation and, and that's exactly the problem yeah it, it is it is about morals and and morality is is vitally important here in this core fight of good and evil uh, all of the conversations we have on this network and platform come back to the fight of good and evil uh, really and truly. Uh, Sergeant Betsy Smith, uh, Lieutenant Dave Smith, it, it, I want you both to know I so uh, I respect the work you've done throughout your career. And I consider it a, in, in high order and a privilege always to have you on here on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thank you both. Thank Thanks you. for having us. We yeah. sure appreciate it. Uh, so, my friends, uh, the last message for me when we talk about morality, especially coming through the holiday season and all the things we're dealing with here is take, uh, take some of the, the, um, the, the talking points we've taken from this program and apply them in your own life, if you will. Be very careful of the choices you make. Um, you know, it's this old saying of garbage in, garbage out. The more garbage we put into our minds and the more the culture, it's a, it's a, it's a cultural rot, if you will. The cultural rot is rotten out America. We're rotten, really, from the inside out, friends. Just like a bad apple that has gone bad. I think of a bad apple. I immediately think of the, the oh man, that amazing city of New York and what's happened there. I mean, how sick is that? You know, and, I, and I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I, I took my kids, uh, my two, my, my two children, my son and daughter. Yeah, I took them uh, for, uh, oh, this is before COVID now. So, and I think it's about 10 years ago or so, actually, to uh, for a Manhattan. It seems like it was yesterday, if you can believe that. But I think it was about 10 years ago, they were telling me the other day, uh, for a Manhattan Christmas, you know, this is when New York was New York, you know. And what a time we had. Oh, man, throughout that season at, at Christmas time, you know. And uh, we're reminded of that now because they've seen what's happened to New York since then. Obviously, the city is not the same. I don't know whether we'll ever recover in our lifetimes or not, as well as all these other cities, Chicago, Los Angeles. It's it's endless. I mean, the, the, the corruption and the crime and the evil is everywhere. But, you know, I remember the time we had New York and it was safe to do these kinds of things. You know, we went to see the Rockettes. We went to, you know, to the ice skating thing. We had dinner. We did this. We did that. You know, oh, man. You know, the kids still remember that trip today. They still remember how magnificent that trip. It was one of their best trips ever. And we've taken them to a lot of interesting places over the years. Uh, but, of course, this was before the launch of America Out Loud. Now I don't have so much of a life anymore. But uh, <laughs> my life is, I have a life, but it's its uh, dedicated to this platform and the movement. Clearly, haven't had a day off in almost seven years. About time I do that somewhere, huh? 
uh, ah, I could disconnect somewhere. I'm seeing myself on a beach somewhere, really nice. Somebody giving me grapes, you know, like you've seen that picture, grapes and a martini there, and then, man, and there's Malcolm on the beach here. Oh boy, what a visual, huh? My friends, thank you for joining us on the mission here as we continue forward. Always a privilege to be with you. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.